Olaf, hello. Hey. Am I pronouncing your name right? Yeah, you're good. Olaf. Olaf. You're good. Yeah. It's um it's Olaf in Iceland. It's Olive in Greece, Olaf in the Midwest. <laughs> Perfect. How do you how do you pronounce it? It's Olaf. Yeah. Olaf. Olaf. Okay. Olaf. Perfect. Amazing. How are you? Doing pretty good. What's Doing going on? Film me. Are are you in the Netherlands? No, I'm in, I'm in the U.S. I live in Indiana. Oh, no way. Oh, that's amazing. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. How, how long have you been in the U.S.? Since 2009, I came here for graduate school to get my Ph.D. Okay. And then life happens, and now I'm married and have a kid and cats. and. I love you know. that. Yeah. What, what did you go to school for? I'm a biological anthropologist. I specialize in human remains mostly bones and ancient disease that is i've definitely never heard that before ever (laughs) it's a little sometimes i just tell people i work at a bank if (laughs) if i'm not in the mood to talk i'm like yes morgan's department of chase i don't know (laughs) oh man that's so funny how can i ask i know this isn't what we're going to talk about the entire time no but but yeah i have to know more about this like questions i'm like uh, you know originally from iceland and i i work with dead people so it's (laughs) (laughs) how did you get into this how did this become Um, a thing for you so i um i worked retail for 14 years like all through i started when i was 15 and it was like a similar store as target so and i did like everything and all through school and then um I was a bartender for six years, both in Crete, the Greek island, and then in Iceland. And then I got my bachelor's degree in social cultural anthropology. And I was like, man, fuck living people. (laughs) 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 I am done. (laughs) How can I like take this somewhere else, you know? And so um, skeletons, like they, they don't mind if you stare at them for hours you know, Smart. without yeah. chatting with them. And so yeah. they can't, nice. they can't be rude. They... <laughs> no, they can be mysterious, which kind of makes them rude sometimes. Cause you're just like, what the fuck's going on with you? Tell but, me but like, you know, yeah, if yeah. you're looking at somebody with syphilis, I can see it in their bones. I'm like, you know, I know you had syphilis, like, sorry, no about your way. Syph, you but... can see that in their bones. Oh yeah. Gnarly. Wow. So you can see everything in bone. So you can, you can see. Yeah. I mean, joint disease, which is what I I wrote my dissertation on like osteoarthritis. And so like, you can see like the bone on bone rubbing. Yeah. When you see it in dry bone, it's like polished. Really? (laughs) Wow. And you know, it was super painful for them, but like, it's Oh yeah. Like, (laughs) I'm like, sorry, your life sucked, but your joints are amazing. (laughs) <laughs> wow, that's so yeah. crazy. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. All right. Well, I did not expect it to begin this way. But I know, that was wonderful. Right? Thank you. Thank you for for teaching me about that. I'm gonna I want to learn more about it. Um yeah. thank you for taking the time to come on with me today. Mm-hmm. Um I want to hear your story because you have it, it you lost 60 pounds. Is that correct? Yeah. You've lost 60 pounds. Um I would love to know before we get to the success of, of mm-hmm. how you've lost 60 pounds and what right. life is like now, I want to know, like, let's go back 
earlier in time, like to your childhood or mm-hmm. to, I just want to hear about what happened in your life and what happened with you that led you to, to gaining a lot of weight, mm-hmm. uh, your, what your relationship with food was like. And then, right. and I just want to hear your story. So could you just oh, yeah. like, I I'm ready. <laughs> don't like, don't be like, Oh, I'm talking too much. Like I want to hear your story. I, as I'm sure right. I like to talk with people who've had amazing success because right. it teaches me about like different, and I've, I've learned a lot from speaking with people who've had amazing success like yourself. And, mm-hmm. and I think for people listening, it will help them as well. Like give them clues. Okay. Like this is a, this is a good idea. This might not be a good idea. Just like right. to, to pick and learn what worked well for you. So I'm going to give you the floor and I'm just going to shut up. All right. <laughs> I feel like going back to my professor years, <laughs> um, just Basically, I mean, I think even if you if you look at if you take 10 people who have all lost a bunch of weight, there's usually like some common thread among all of them. Mm-hmm. And so I think so mine's like my not great relationship with food started just like in childhood, you know, mm-hmm. because like, you know, those boomers, you know, boomer ladies were all obsessed with staying thin you know mom was on a diet like since I like remember you know she's always been on a diet she's in her 70s now she's not on a diet now but um and so I ended up going to like an after and before school program when I was seven and the old ladies that ran it just like loved me because I would just eat and they (laughs) loved feeding (laughs) And, you know, and I just had this, like, I mean, even like my aunt would sometimes pick me up and just thinking about her and I can taste the yogurt she used to feed me, which was this like caramel nut yogurt, which is delicious. I haven't had it since I was probably 10, but like, and like, I mean, I just, I I had this like food love of my aunt and the same Mm. with these old ladies. And I was seven. And so I started gaining a bunch of weight. My mom is just like, like girls, no, you can't, you can't do it. But, but she's just such a good eater. She's like, that's great. But like, like the kid is just growing. Yeah. And it wasn't like, I mean, I've noticed, um, there's, there's a slight difference between what like Europeans call like American fat and like European fat, Mm -hmm. because like, like I, because, you know, you, you, you see all these like shows on TV and there's like, you know, my 600 pound life and, you know, and I'm like, I know nobody in the entirety of Iceland that has reached that point. You know, there's mm. probably some, but it's just like, it's not as common, yeah. you know? And so I wasn't like, I mean, I was like morbidly obese as a child, but then I was put on my first diet when I was nine. Mm. And it was like one of those shakes that you were oh, supposed to like no. meal replacement. I was nine. Jeez. And was this yeah. like a nutritionist that did this or? No, no, it was my mom. Um, oh, okay. We've, we've worked that through, you know, it took a while, but, um, and so, and it was just like this, this strawberry shake. And I still cannot today eat strawberry yogurt or strawberry ice cream. I'm like, mm. like, cause it's the artificial strawberry flavor. And I'm just like, at least I'm like back to being nine years old trying to tug it down. It was all chalky and it was, oh, it was so gross. And, you know, and obviously that didn't work. And then kind of throughout the entirety of my childhood and into adulthood, there was always this like, like with my childhood, we get confirmed at 13. And so you have to go on a diet 
before you get confirmed because you need this certain dress and you need to fit in it, you know? And I guess, hot tip, I did not lose the weight or fit in the dress. <laughs> but looking at pictures of me when I was confirmed, I wasn't fat. I wasn't mm. even chubby at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I just didn't fit in the tiny dress that my mom had bought me. And so, you know, and so then it was like through teenage years, we had this annual ball at school which mm -hmm. is similar to prom, but we don't have anything like that. And then it was like, okay, like a month before, like, okay, now I'm going to starve myself so I can look good for that day, uh. you know? And so it was always, you know, and then like when I started working, there was the annual ball at work. And then it was like, okay, now we're going to go on a diet so we can look amazing for this, you know? And like hot tip, it never worked mm -hmm. because the scale doesn't, you know, cause it was just the numbers on the scale. Mm -hmm. And, and it's not like the, the scale doesn't, doesn't give a shit about how you feel <laughs> you know and so yeah. it's always like it's always like, like you put this extreme pressure on yourself and there's like by this date this magical date i'm gonna be this weight and then this like person in your head that's the like you know like oh this this is exactly what i want to look like and then like the date comes you're not the weight that you wanted you don't mm. look remotely like what you had pictured and then you're not gonna have fun at the dance and guess what's going to happen? You're just going to start hating yourself and then you're just going to eating. Yep. And so, Preach. you know, basically this was just literally until. Yeah, I can't even remember, like, because there, there's always been like, you know, like th by this date, I'm going to lose this much weight. And then that never happens. And I'm like a type A personality. And so you put a lot of pressure on yourself. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, and it's like anxiety and anxiety about food. And then once you just kind of blow up, you just binge eat. Mm. And like nobody feels good after like a whole bag of peanut butter M&Ms. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, I mean, they're delicious, but like you eat a little too many and you're just like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You physically, mentally, you don't feel good just, after. Yeah, it feels so bad. And so it, I think um, the first time that I made like real, well, I was 16 when I signed up for this class that was like right next to our house. And it was, I mean, that was ridiculous. That that's when like disordered eating, like, like really, really started happening because it's a, it was like a six week class. You, they gave you a menu and you were, and you had like a three day a week class and it was like aerobics and, and the menu was like for breakfast, you know, like hot water and like half a toast and you could put cheese on it, but you couldn't put any cheese on it. There's so in Iceland, we have these like, I mean, it's a, it's ridiculous, but you we have these like different types of cheese. They're, none of them are orange because that's not a thing. They dye it here. But, um, and so like the, the regular cheese here is like a 26%. The 17% okay. is like still tastes like cheese. We could have the 11% and that is like gum. Eek. You have to like really use your teeth to get through yeah. it. It's just like it's not cheese plastic anymore. that yeah, was the only yeah. cheese we could have and it was it was six weeks and it was like severe like calorie deficit like to the point where like my brain was barely functioning and then we had this three weeks like three three times a week class and it was aerobics but we were weighed before the class in front of everybody oh yeah and if you gained a gram you were scolded in front of everybody. Oh, jeez. 
And so, you know, oh. and this was like, and of course, like for those six weeks, I lost a bunch of pounds. Like, right. you know, it was great. Um, I mean, I, I wasn't feeling great, but I was feeling great <laughs> about myself. And then I did a second class. I signed up for another one. I was like, this is clearly working. Like this is, I'm doing oh, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the second round of this, I started, I figured out how much I could get away with like eating or well, how little I could get away with eating without passing out. And oh, then yeah, I would yeah, go yeah. before class, run a 5k on the treadmill, Jeez. go to class. And then I would run another 5k afterwards. Jeez. And, and I did this and I wasn't, I was literally, I was drinking tab because that was still around. <laughs> and Tab was good. <laughs> yeah. I really miss tab. They had it in Iceland until like the 2008, but um, yeah, I was drinking tab and I was eating these like licorice, like kind of candy that's also has eucalyptus in it, mm. but like almost zero calories. And that oh, was wow. the only thing I was eating. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so one day I'm on the treadmill and the next thing I know I'm on the floor and the oh, owner is geez. standing over me like, hello. And she is like, you are like 16 years old. You have bags under your eyes and you do not look healthy. Like what is uh, going on? And I'm just like, I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, I, I noticed you run before and after class. And so mm -hmm. we had like a long discussion and, you know, and I was like, well, I mean, how would you feel being weighed? Like, you know, standing on a scale in front of like the entire class. And if you're, you know, like you have your period to jump up a couple of pounds. Yeah. yeah. You know, it doesn't. It's not, it's not healthy. And so what did, obviously what did they say? it worked while I did the class. And then like, right as I stopped the class, guess what? Started gaining weight again. Did they reply when you said that? Like, did she, and you're like, no, no, it's that, th that thing is still going. Like my mom still lives really? right next to it. And I walked past it and I, I could feel that like, I'm like walking with my three-year-old son because I took him to Iceland last summer. And, and I like, I just, I look at the door and I just could feel the sweat. <laughs> You know, oh, starting. Geez. I was like, I don't want to weigh in front of people. So and they so, still weigh like, people. Still and they still weigh in front of everyone. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's effective for the six weeks that you're taking it. Right. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just you know, I mean, and the and the thing is, like, there's not a single man in those classes. Right. Right. It's all women. It's geared towards women and their insecurities. And so, yeah. but <clears throat> excuse me. And so, yeah, it's just, you know. And that's, that's when like, kind of like disordered eating started happening and, you know, we just started hiding it. And then it wasn't until probably like 2002 or three that I started working out and just kind of like getting my, my own things together, but it still wasn't, I still haven't like, at that point, I didn't like fix my relationship with food. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just like, yeah, that's like a later problem. I'm going to focus on this. Mm -hmm. um, and so yo-yoing kind of, you know, back and forth throughout the years. And I was probably at my best shape right before I moved to the U.S. Okay. And I was doing Muay Thai. Oh, nice. My coach was this six, eight, like dude from Cyprus with a British accent and like a sleek <laughs> ponytail and tinted glasses <laughs> And so, you know, I mean, he's, he's crazy, but he's effective. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and like, you know, I was in like the best shape of my life. And then I moved to the U S and started graduate mm. school. Mm. And so, yeah, that was, um, 
I mean, I didn't just immediately gain a bunch of weight, but it's like I gained some weight, you know, and it was, it's, I mean, at first I wasn't sure, like, cause it felt like it was like a different type of weight. And then I realized like the food here is a little different. Like the meat here <laughs> is, <laughs> it is very different. Sometimes not the best quality you should put in your body. <laughs> it is very so different. Like, what is this? Um, and like, the it's always, a, it's always a shock. Like it's, it was just a shock to my body. Yeah. When, when it's always funny when Americans go to other countries and they're like, Oh my God, like this food is so good. Like even the vegetables right. are, are, they're so good. It's, it's exactly. It's I'm like, very, yeah, very like different. And- <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like bacteria wants to eat it. You can't just like leave it on the table. For right. A week. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Know? Yeah. 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 So Which anyway, just- so so you get yeah, to so I moved here, and... started graduate school. Uh, the first couple of years of grad school, I mean, you know, stress, you're not like, I mean, it was, a, I had never seen a skeleton with my own eyes when I started the program. And, you know, suddenly I'm in this program and I'm supposed to know it all. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh my God. Um, and so you're, you're kind of, I mean, academia is toxic. So you're kind of just like running around like a headless chicken. Um, and then when you, when you realize that nobody knows what's going on, you're like, okay, well, we're all just here. That's cool. Yeah. Um, and so, and it was still like, I mean, you know, as a student, you got like a, you know, you, you pay something anyway. And so you get access to like the gym and stuff. And I started going, but not like regularly. And it wasn't until like, so I came here in 2009. It wasn't until like summer of 2011 I was going to Italy on an excavation and I stopped in Iceland for just over a month beforehand. Mm-hmm. And I did, and it was like the perfect, you know, like pocket of time. I did like a starters CrossFit class mm-hmm. where they're teaching you the fundamentals of CrossFit. And I was like, well, I'm going to be in the field where I need to like squat down and be on my knees and, you know, all that. So this is probably a good idea to do kind of make myself ready to, you know, in, in like July in Tuscany, where it's like super hot and, you know, you're in the sun all day. And so I did that and loved it. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay. Like this is, cause I had never found anything that I loved as much as I, you know, love my sessions with that coach that did Muay Thai with me. Like, I was mm-hmm. like, I, I want to like, want to be challenged, but like, you know, doing different things, but, and, and so, and I never found anything similar. So like CrossFit, I was like, wow, this, this is fun. And so I did that. And then came back to the U.S. that fall, and it wasn't until January of 2012 when I walked into a CrossFit gym that was, like, right next to my house. Okay. And started there and just, like, loved it. Mm -hmm. And did that, but I'm, I don't even know how I lasted for eight years, but (laughs) there was, like, I think it was six months into my CrossFit journey where I injured my shoulder while running because um, I'm that person. So I face planted <laughs> and like, oh no, you know, my shoulder went all like, you know. And so, you know, and that's, that's like started the journey of like me just being injured for the rest of time. Um, and so kind of just ignoring it. Um, I'm, I'm the type of person that doesn't go see a doctor until like something is like really, if, if I'm at the doctor's office, like I am dying. <laughs> And so I just ignored it forever. And then as I had like stopped sleeping and everything, I finally 
uh, they had an orthopedic surgeon that came to the student health center and he was just like, oh yeah, your shoulder's all messed up. And I had like an extra bone, like out of the humerus, like I called it the Viking tubercle. Um, oh, wow. And so, but there's not much they can do about that at that time, at least like mm -hmm. we did an x-ray, but I was like a student on student health insurance and America. And so I was like, yeah, okay, we'll just like, <laughs> you know, we'll just work on mobilizing it and stuff. And so it did a lot of like uh, mobility work with my coach and then um, got injured while writing my dissertation because who doesn't do that? And it was analyzing my statistical data and I sat with my knee and leg kind of curled under me mm -hmm. and apparently like popped my medial meniscus. Oh. And Jeez. then I was like squatting and my like back squat at the time was like 250 pounds. Oh, wow. And so like, you know, like these legs are strong, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. but you can imagine, you know, and on like a pop meniscus and I was like, yeah, like my knee keeps on hurting. I don't know what's, what's, what's wrong. And then finally I'm like, okay, I need to go see this orthopedic surgeon again. And he was just like, did an MRI and he's like, dude, I'm going to yeah. get in there and I don't think I can repair anything. And then he videotaped it from the inside because he was like, I know that you like bad joints and now you can see your own. <laughs> wow. And so he just handed me like the tape. He was very excited because he was like, oh, I can like speak normal to you and like about all the structures. And I can see it on the video. He like, you can see where the medial meniscus is and he brings a probe to it and it's a cushion. Mm -hmm. But mine was like, he touched it and it just disintegrated. Like there was nothing left. Wow. And so I had that surgery. And luckily I had a really good CrossFit coach that did, he does a lot of coaching now. He's like, I think like half the swim team at, at IU, Indiana university where I work is like on the Olympic team and he is their coach as well, like strength coach. Wow. And so he does a lot of like different things. He's not just like dude, 500 burpees. Um, like some of them are unfortunately, but, um, and so he worked with me to kind of like get back into CrossFit after that. And then my shoulder started acting up again and I worked with my orthopedic surgeon again. And then he was like, okay, I'm just going to go in there and I'm just going to clean everything out. And we just, I'm going to have to see what's going on. And so he went in there and it shaved off a bunch of bone. Um, my AC joint. So I, I remember the MRI cause it's like slices that go down and the AC joint is usually looks like this. Like it's mm -hmm. like, you know, pretty smooth. Mine was like this. Oh, geez. <laughs> so you had to like shave a bunch of off of that and stuff. And so like, and I had like the shoulder surgery and that took a while to come back. And then while I was, as I was getting back, my other meniscus <laughs> popped. <laughs> and so I was just like, Oh wow. Three surgeries in four years. And so I wasn't consistently working out because of it. And so then I started gaining weight again mm. and, you know, and it's like, you know, it kind of felt like, and I, you know, and that's like kind of the, probably the problem with CrossFit because it's like so intense. And then if you're type A and you put a bunch of pressure on yourself, like you're not listening to your body. So like every time I felt I was getting like, okay, I'm getting this, I'm getting good at this. Something happened. Like my body was like, ah, no. And so then I started gaining weight again and and like right at the trail end of it I got pregnant mm. and you know guess what you're not super focused on when you're pregnant is like okay I'm just gonna go on a diet but like I mean luckily I was nauseous the entire first trimester so I lost a bunch of weight while I was pregnant 
but, um, and then I quit CrossFit in January of 2020 while I was pregnant and still worked out at home, but not like that consistently. And then like, you know, my like sacroiliac joint got all messed up. And then, um, I had some complication where like suddenly my blood pressure went into like stroke levels Oh wow! as I was pregnant. Pretty clamps, and yeah. so they were like, okay, we, we're going to take him out now. <laughs> oh, was, I was like 38 weeks pregnant. Go in and they're like, do you have a headache? And I'm like, no, but you should work on your poker face. <laughs> like <laughs> You're a scaring a pregnant lady right now. And they're yeah. like, okay. And so, you know, and so I ended up having a C-section. So on top of like everything else that was wrong with my body, now I had to recover from a C-section, mm. which was not that terrible but I mean it's it's still a major surgery and so then you know always in the back of my head like okay I want to start you know going back to working out I like I walked around the neighborhood when my son was like really small just you know starting slowly but then every time I would do a workout I lost my milk like my milk supply just dropped oh wow and I'm like okay and so I just made a decision at that time like the first year is not about me it's about him Mm-hmm. okay like I'm gonna breastfeed this kid I had made that decision and I'm type a and obnoxious and so I was like so now it's just not about me and then like I really started gaining weight mm-hmm. like a lot and then like after the first year was done then it's like finding time to like when am I gonna work out like am I gonna wake up at 5 a.m Right. No, not with a baby. Like I wasn't because I also have to like, my brain really needs to work at work. Yeah. Yeah. Like what's the skeleton? I don't know what. And so, you know, and it just started adding on and adding on. And the thing is like my sacroiliac joint wasn't getting any better and I could feel my knees were starting to hurt. And then it wasn't until summer of 2022, I turned 40. And, you know, as fun as that is, (laughs) but in the kind of process of that, I'm like, okay, like everything hurts. You're only 40. Like, I mean, I felt like that was a pretty big number at the time, but like, you're still only 40. And like, I'm like, if you go down on the floor and sit with your son, it takes you a while to get back up. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, this, I, this is not me. Like, this is not the person I want to be. And so we had started setting up kind of like the home gym in our garage. Like I already had a spin bike, some dumbbells, you know, a kettlebell. And like, I just told my husband, like, we need to set it up and we need to figure out the schedule because like, Hey, if I don't start working out, I will murder everyone here. (laughs) Like like it's, it's a stress reliever. And so I was like, my, my mental health wasn't good. My physical health was terrible. And so I was like, we need to figure this out. And so we like set everything up and, you know, I even got more dumbbells and I got a barbell and weights and stuff. And then now like I take our son to daycare in the morning and then he picks him up and I come home from work and work out. Mm Mm-hmm. And like, so, and then like, you know, right around that 40th birthday, I was like, okay, but, but like, you know, is, is this going to be it? You know, you always think that when you start thing, because I was like, I'm not doing this, like 
before I turn 41 or like before this dance or before this vacation, like there is no end date. Mm -hmm. There's no dress. There's no, no pants, you know? Mm. And so I was like, okay. So, and then I had been following you for, you know, probably a few months at that time. And I'm like, you know, he sounds like he knows what he's saying. <laughs> like it makes total sense. Like it's easy, but it's not. And then I was like, okay, so I'm just gonna, I just started small steps. Just start consistently working out. And so I told myself, I'm going to work out three times a week hopefully more but everything more is a bonus Perfect. and while i'm doing that i'm going to start adding more vegetables into my like main meals that was it that was like that. the start yeah just like you know and if i can do that for a while then i can start adding on more but that was like just a tiny and not not like I'm just going to eat salads and nothing else. Like it was just like, just a little bit. Like if you're going to have dinner, there's always going to be some vegetables with dinner. That's perfect. That's right. Perfect. Like nothing huge. Not like dinner has to be a salad, but it was like, you know, just, just tiny little tweaks. And yeah. then, you know, as the time went on, I'm like, wow, I'm really doing this and the workouts. And, and so I kind of like, at first I was like trying to do some strength training, but it was kind of like all over the place, but I was consistent. So I did like, you know, one of the days I did cardio, the other day I did strength training. And then the next day I did cardio, you know, and it just, you know, kind of, you know, worked up a system. And then because I was doing my cardio was uh Les Mills class called body combat. Yeah. Yeah. And um, cause I used to do body count combat when I li lived in Iceland and a bunch of lesbians classes. Um, and so I was like, okay, I was going to like, I like that. It's, it's, it's hard, but it's like fun. And you don't like, you're not like, oh man, is this class going to be over? Right, soon? right, right, it, right. Getting a great sweat and it's really good for your mental health. <laughs> yeah. Getting the shit out of somebody in your head. <laughs> you know? And so, so I did that. And then they have like a strength development class as well. And I started doing that as well. And then I did that for an entire year. And then I turned 41. And so on my 40th birthday, which was the eye opener, I did a modified version of filthy 50, which is a mm. CrossFit workout. It's terrible, but um, it's like literally like 10 different movements and 50 reps of each. But I did like the fabulous 40 when I turned 40 and I modified a lot because there's no way I could even just do a burpee and I was dying and it took me like an hour and a half or something, which is just like, I mean, it was just insane. And then when I turned 41, I did filthy 50, all 50 reps. And the only thing I had to modify was like the jumping pull-ups because I don't have a pull-up rig and like, it took me no time. Did it suck? Yes, it's filthy 50. <laughs> but it was like, I did all the 50 burpees and I didn't die because like I was like, well, last year I was doing, you know, these modified burpees with a 50 pound weight rest on, you know, and so kind of just seeing where I was at. And then um, like a year in, I'm like, OK, now I know that this is like a permanent thing. And that's when I joined the inner circle because <laughs> I didn't want to do that when I first started. Cause I was like an extra pressure. Like, what if this isn't it, mm. you know? And I think a lot of people have that thought. They're like, okay, they're going to sign up for something. And you're like, oh, okay. And, 
you know, it's just like, it's more than just like a gym membership, but it's like, you know, an actual thing. And, you know, and somebody is like, Hey, how are you doing while you're doing this? You know, people are checking in with you and, but you know, a lot of people just kind of want to be in private and be like suffering alone. And like, I'm going to see if I can do it. And like, you know, I think a lot of people, you bring up a very interesting point. I think a lot of people from that perspective, they like to do it alone because if they fail, which in their mind, they think they will, then no one can say anything. It's, you know, they just have to deal with themselves. But if they fail publicly, then other people see it and they feel bad about it. I think that's one of the main reasons that'll happen. Exactly. And that was the thing. That's why, like, I mean, I was following you. I knew about the inner circle, but I still didn't join because I was like, I don't know if this is it. Mm -hmm. Like if this is, this is what's going to actually, you know, I, when I was using everything that you talk about and all your methods and stuff just for free, (laughs) 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 but you know, but so, but, but, and that's the thing is like, you know, and I think what, what really had it click for me is that like, I mean, obviously I, like I had a massive hate for the scale for obvious reasons. I was, you know, 16 years old being you know, on the scale in front of a bunch of strangers and they were scolding me or, you know, and so just like, you know, wait, just standing on the scale. It's just like, you know, I would rather not go to a doctor because they're going to weigh me. Mm -hmm. And then now I've literally weighed myself every day since like September 5th, 2022. That's And I don't give a fuck what that, what that like scale says. I love that. That's amazing. And that's the thing because, and I think what really clicked was when you did one of your mini cuts and you were being completely consistent with your like calories, everything was correct. And it still jumped up. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, huh? Cause like, it's coming back down. And then you're like, and there it is, you know? And I'm (laughs) like, okay, like ding, ding, ding. Like I should know this. I'm a scientist. Like human body. (laughs) Right. Yeah. But it's still just like when it comes to like looking at yourself and like Mm -hmm. dealing with this problem, there's just like people have such a huge blind spot. And they like putting your entire identity into like a number that pops up on the scale is insane. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And even it's interesting you bring it up because even though you're a scientist, even though you know this, so much of our emotions can really our emotions can really play with us and especially with your history of being 16 publicly weighing in front of people and getting scolded when you see an increase even like you said for if you have your period or who knows, yeah. maybe you drank, drank a bottle of water before so you're gonna whatever it is you're literally being trained to have a poor relationship with the scale and mm-hmm. to to your your not only at that point allowing emotions to dictate what's going on but it's not even emotions. It's because you've been taught to believe that an increase is bad. Like that's actually a a logical thought process because that's what you've been taught, which is, all right. So now first we have to like teach the logic and then so peel that layer. Now we have to deal with the deep seated emotional issues that have become as a result of being taught the wrong way and then being scolded as a result of it. So the fact that now you've arrived at a point where you can weigh every day and you don't mm-hmm. give a shit what the scale says. It's like, right. whatever. Like, I know that it's going to fluctuate. It's not a big deal. Like that, 
that's a tremendous amount of growth that yeah. the, the vast majority of people never get to where you are. And, and I wish more people would. So, I mean, huge congratulations on all your hard work and success. Thank you. Yeah. But that's, I think that's like out of, you know, out of like all of the success, like, yeah, it's great. I, well, I don't fit into all my clothes anymore because, you know, I can invite my family into it, but um, <laughs> which like, you don't really notice. Cause I like, I live with my body every day, you mm -hmm. know? And so like, you know, I have a mirror in my garage, like, you know, like I see myself every day and it, it's not until like you hit like seasonal change. Cause I was like, Oh, I started getting cold in the morning. I was like, Oh, my winter mm. coat. And then I was like, Whoa, <laughs> <laughs> like I can fit my entire family in here. <laughs> That's amazing. And we will all be toasty. <laughs> and how, you just don't, you don't realize that. How long did it like, take you to lose about 60 pounds? Like how long was that process about? A year. A year. That's, I mean, mm -hmm. that's amazing. That's literally yeah. like a little more than a pound a week on average. Yeah. Now, here's something that I want to talk about because when people hear a pound a week on average in their mind, even though they know what averages mean, they still think that, oh, so that means you're going to lose a pound every week. Can you talk about what the scale looked like? like oh, like the fluctuations? Yeah. Did you actually lose a pound a week or like, what did that? No. Okay. <laughs> so no. what did that look like? And it, I mean, not at all. And, you know, and especially when I was first starting, I wasn't making huge changes. So of course, like there, cause I was like, I'm not just going to be like, I'm going to eat like 1200 calories a day and for the rest of my life. And I'm going to be skinny eventually. Like that was just not a thing. And so, because I, I just made really small changes, it's going to be smaller jumps down. Mm -hmm. And so, and in the beginning, like, you know, obviously first, like if you could kind of like, you, you start eating more veg ve vegetables and then, you know, you're you're more full. And so you eat less sodium perhaps, mm -hmm. you know, and then you will see a big drop Correct. because like, you know, it's like a lot of water weight at first, yes, but it wasn't exactly right. super significant. It's like, I mean, thinking back, I was expecting more <laughs> <laughs> and like, if I wasn't determined at the time, I probably would have put, quit. if I hadn't been following you for months and seeing, you know, kind of the process, like I probably been like, fuck it. I was going to be fat forever. <laughs> You know, I, I just get something to like take me off the floor when I sit down and play with my son. Yeah. But um, but like gra so gradual changes. So like, yeah, there were, you know, sometimes I would have weeks where I like lost four or five pounds, mm -hmm. which is like crazy. Yeah, it's but nuts. then I would have like three weeks when I literally gained and lost the same pound mm. four or five times. Yep. That's, is it frustrating? that's what I wanted to yes. hear. Yes. <laughs> it's frustrating. Does it mean anything? Nope. Not at all. It's normal. And the thing is, is that like, especially because I was at the size that I was at, like all the working out and like, like you don't, I mean, you, you can obviously feel your clothes loser, but like, but, but you're not, you're not seeing muscle definition yet. You know, like, mm -hmm. I, yeah, I could see my quads if I really, but like thunder thighs are still like, yeah. you know, <laughs> and so, you know, so it wasn't like, and so it's hard to kind of like keep the focus going because you're like, well, I'm not like as ripped as I want to be, but like, I was like, I know there's a six pack there. It's just like, you know, it's a washboard abs, but there's just some laundry on it, but it's just like, it's, and, th and that's probably the biggest struggle is like, you're not, you know, you're, you're 
especially people who are following all these like fitness influencer and I'm using air mm-hmm. quotes because you know and they're just like oh they're so jacked and what you know and et cetera, et cetera. but like they're at a different size yeah and it wasn't until like this summer like it was probably well september when i was literally i was doing one of the um either push or pull that day and i like literally saw my shoulder muscles pop out and i was just like hell yes (laughs) hello (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've been waiting to meet you for a whole year. <laughs> I knew, I mean, I knew they were there because I'm strong as fuck, but right, there was just a little cushioning. Yeah. You know? And so like when I, when I posted that, like before and after, cause I was just like, man, like, you know, like I also, cause I had, I had mentioned on, on one of um, the lives Q and a with Susan mm-hmm. I was like, well, you know, I'm starting to see some like definition in my shoulder and I could see like her, her worry because like, she's like, well, it's like something like after a month, like that's the, I was like, no, no, let me clarify this. Like I finally <laughs> lost like all this weight and now like they're finally kind of like popping yeah, out, yeah, yeah, you yeah. know? And she was like, okay, that makes so much more sense. Cause she's just like, oh no, that. now we have somebody that's like month and I could just like I'm ripped now yeah (laughs) I love it she was she was probably like "Uh oh like I don't want you to have this idea that you all right well if I see my shoulder definition in one month then in two months I'm gonna be fucking shredded like (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. so she was she was playing defense on that one exactly but with the context it makes sense it's a slow process yeah yeah. and she's also got like the most defined shoulders of literally anybody it's her arms and shoulders are nuts yeah (laughs) it's just I mean those shoulders are just they they need their own like i know that like frederick has his own instagram i think her shoulders <laughs> need like yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. her shoulders yeah i think her or shoulders her need instagram their own like social like, media platform you know, i remember there's a crossfit athlete called uh sam briggs yeah and she's also like super ripped and literally her instagram handle is like biceps like briggs Oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. And I shoulders think Susan, like Susan should be like shoulders like Susan. <laughs> I love that. That's genius. That's absolutely exactly. maybe we could make like a shoulders like Susan workout program in the inner circle. That would actually I be think super I smart. think it should be like <laughs> I mean with the push pull legs, like any one of those could be like shoulders like yeah. Susan. Well, that's those the funny thing. Is, the funny thing is Susan, like I've written Susan's programs since 20, I don't know, 2015 or 2016. And her programs and my programs are, are so similar. Like they're almost identical all the time. My shoulders look nothing like Susan's shoulders. <laughs> right. So that's why I always get like hesitant to be like, well, we're going to do, you're going to look like this if you do this workout. Cause right. you're your own. And you know, like you, you see individuals that are dead, but you see them all like everyone's different. Yeah. Bone structures are different. People are different. Oh, yeah. Like, And you're like, if we understand that every individual is going to respond differently, then it's important to keep that in mind and not look at these quote unquote influencers. Like, well, why don't I look like that? Why don't I have their body? I'm doing their workouts. Like, cause you're not them. You don't have their genetics. Like it's, it's a major component. I mean, you know, and I, I mean, to bring that up also, like what I think is, is helped me kind of keep me and, and keep me on track and kind of like pushing me towards where I'm now is that he's also very health conscious because mm. like this would never work out if I was like, I'm going to yes. add vegetables to dinner. And he's like, I'm going to stop at the drive through Wendy's and <laughs> grab a burger on the way home, you know? And it's like, cause that would just <laughs> be like terrible. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, so his, his support and kind of like, you know, he's, he's always that. been very conscious about his, his health, but he's also one of those people that like, 
he doesn't, I mean, his, his work is very physical, so he doesn't like work out per se, but you know, and he's like, Oh, I'm going to start working out. And he does like 10 sit-ups and his six pack is back, you know? <laughs> and you're just like, motherfucker. Cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it took me a whole year and finally my shoulders are starting to like, like people can see that I work out now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like there was one time I, I, I looked at him and I was like, wow, did you start like lifting some weights in the garage? And he's like, no, like why? I was like, cause your shoulders are like popping right now. <laughs> and he's like, Oh, I had a couple of days when I was holding like window oh frames gosh. up for somebody. Great. So you did some cool. isometric contractions for a yeah, few minutes like, and now I'm your shoulders are ripped. You. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. But also I hate you sometimes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and exactly. this is why I do body combat. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it's funny. Like I love the the year because I was actually just talking about this with my buddy. In When you're going through it, a year feels like a long, long time. I mean, if you're following a program consistently, a month feels like a long time. Right. Even, even the Unicorn Strong Challenge in the Inner Circle, it's 90 days. It's people are going through it. And like after the first month, they're like, shit, I've got two more months. Like this is, <laughs> it's, it's a very few people ever are consistent for 30 days straight, never mind a yeah. year straight. So on one hand, a year feels like a ridiculously long time. On the other hand, I think about it like building a business. If you meet someone and you and they, they're like, oh yeah, I'm an entrepreneur. I have my own business. Oh, cool. How long have you run it? And they're like a year. You're like, okay, like that's nice. But like, you've only been doing it a year. If, yeah. if, if you're like, Hey, I got a business and I'm an entrepreneur. How long have you been running it? Three years. It's like, Okay, three years. That's nice. It's like, how long have you been running your business? 20 years. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's legit. Or 10 years. Okay. Like you've been doing this for a while. Yeah. So on one hand, it it's a very long time, a year. On the other hand, it's like, you're just getting started. And, and people need to have this mindset of, this is why it's so important. Why the thing you said earlier was, I love that you said it. You were like, there's no timeline. There's no dress. There's no function. This is a forever thing because mm -hmm. then it take it helps mitigate the the feeling of a year feeling like a long time because yeah it's just it's just part of the process. This is just what you do now. Now it doesn't yeah. matter if it's a year, three years, five years, seven years. Like you're doing it because it makes you feel good. You 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 enjoy it. it your mood is better. It's mm -hmm. helping you achieve your goals. But it's not like I need to do this by this day or this time in order to fit into this dress. It's this is just what right. I do. And I think that's yeah. it's such an important outlook for people to take from what you're saying. And I think that's literally like the like main reason for my current success is because there wasn't an end or a timeline because mm -hmm. it wasn't like I don't feel like working out which is like I love working out which I know that a lot of people don't and so I'm <laughs> blessed with that that yeah. I actually like working out and I like yeah. pushing myself and I you know and and so like you know if you don't like working out like sucks to suck it like, sucks I'm, like, it I'm sucks. just like you still yeah. gotta do it you know exactly exactly and like I mean my son he's three and a half now but he is like giant like he is so tall and I'm like five four so people are just like like where's his you know like my husband is six but my family's very tall in Iceland like I people in Iceland are just taller than most other people so he is yeah. very tall and so he's very heavy too mm. and I remember when I reached the weight loss of like him which was like he was like 40 pounds at the time 
And so I was like telling my husband and I was just like, how would you feel like running around the neighborhood with him on, you know, he was like, that would be really hard. I was like, yeah, welcome to my life. Like, (laughs) (laughs) and now I've lost like way more than him, you know? And so it's just like kind of puts that in perspective, but I also working out, like I have no issues picking up my giant three and a half year old and carrying him wherever, you know, like no problem. Like if he's, if he has a meltdown somewhere, I can just pick him up and we're, we're out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But like, I probably would not be able to do that. Like July, 2022. Correct. Yeah. Cause I, I would have mention... like gone down to pick him up even with proper form. Cause I, yep. you know, I was well, well trained by my coach from CrossFit. <clears throat> I would probably just be on the floor with him in a tantrum, you know. Not to mention, so it's, it's like, not like and you... playing with him and running. Yes, you know, just jumping like he says, and and he is so like he loves to watch me work out. He wants to work out with me, and and you know, for for some of it, I I allow him to be there, but like you know, he's still three and a half, and there's a lot of stuff in the garage that I don't want him to yeah. touch. <laughs> and so, but the thing is, like, if I go somewhere for like ten minutes and come back, the first thing he asked me is like, "Mama, did you work out?" And I, I was like, that. "No, like I would need longer." But like, but that's a normal thing for him now. Yeah, it's and so, so important. We're building these habits for him as well. Like, hey, it's normal to work out all the time because right. you like it. Not yep. because mommy's trying to get thin, <laughs> you know, it's just cause it's fun yep. and you know, I want to be strong. And that's what like, he tells everybody he wants to be strong like mama. I love that. And yeah, there's, there's so much that I love, especially from like at what you were talking about there. It's like, he sees that it's normal to work out. He sees that it's normal to set time aside to work out yeah. where time for yourself where no, I need, this is time for me where I need to focus on me because then if I'm better for me, I can be better for other people as well. Um, I love that he sees that you're lifting, that you're, you're proud that you can pick him up and move him around. Yeah. And, and I was thinking earlier, it's like, you're not coming from the perspective of you've never had any injuries. I mean, you had three major surgeries, you had a lot of issues and now you can, despite the shoulder issues, despite the knee issues, you can pick them up, you can run with them, you can play. Like these are, these are the things that, you know, I was, I was thinking about this, like, why is, why, why is, is, a, and this is a real philosophical question. We don't have to get down it, but like, why is death such a fear? And, right. and, and I was thinking about, I've been thinking about this a lot, but when we're talking about someone being scared of death, they're scared of missing life. They're scared of not being alive. And, and mm-hmm. what about life are they scared of missing? And it's, it's those moments. It's the, yeah. it's being outside, playing with your kids, having a conversation with your spouse or what it's those moments that's that mm-hmm. oftentimes you take for granted in the moment. But when you're faced with the fear of death, it's like, those are the moments that you think about those like, yeah. hearing your child laugh, like watching that, like when, when he comes into the garage and, and like sees you working out or when you pick him up or you're playing with him outside, like that's what we're doing this for. Mm-hmm. And so it's, uh, it's great that he gets to see that. And it's an absolute blessing that, that you've gotten to a point where you can do it and not worry about getting hurt, not worry about hurt, hurting yeah. yourself. It's like, because if that's in the back of your mind where you're worried about that, then it's hard for you to be present in the moment because you're thinking oh, about for sure. the, the fear of, of getting hurt or not being able yeah. to actually do what you need to do. And the, and the thing is, is that like, <laughs> I mean, squatting, cause there's, there's a lot of people that are like, well, I can't do any squats. And I'm like, okay, how do you go to the bathroom? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's a squat. Or what's the first thing you do when you wait, you open your eyes in the morning. 
You put your legs yeah. out of bed and you stand out from a squat. Yeah. Unless you're really short like me, then I like, by the time my feet hit the ground, yeah. I'm standing up. Gotta... <laughs> <laughs> I'm already fully standing. Jump, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but it's, well, that's the thing. Cause yeah. there's, you know, and there's, there are so, you know, there are so many just misinformation out there. People are like, well, I can't squat. And I'm like, okay. So you just like, how do you tie your shoes? Just, you yeah. bend over like you're and that's like a split stance squat you bend all the way yeah. down like you you need to be able to do that these are simple yeah. things and it's all just functional movement you know it's like no nobody's is telling you to put you know 250 plus pounds on your shoulders and ass to grass you know it's just correct. like you don't have to do that correct like there are so many other ways and like i think like the only thing that I would not be comfortable doing because I would be like oh my shoulders is going to be angry is like something like kipping pull-ups, which I will never do again, <laughs> you know, and I'm okay with that Yeah, because it's yeah. just like not, it's not a natural movement for your shoulder joints. No, 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 no. Like and at all. You it's know, like, like you look thing. at, yeah, it's terrible. That high level of extension and rotation. Yeah. That's. <laughs> oh yeah. Like it's, I mean, and especially if it's, you know, but like, and, and that's the thing is that like, you also have to think like, okay, so if you're having an, and I had this like, ding moment yesterday i was doing the push um in the november edition mm -hmm. um because i'm like a week behind because there was some viruses going around my household because daycare um <laughs> and i was doing the pause shoulder press the dumbbell mm -hmm. and yep. you know and it was fine on like my right side my healthy shoulder and then the other one just wasn't getting into a good movement so i was like grinding through it but it wasn't because like i didn't have the strength to do it. and i was like what is going on and then i was like i'm an idiot because <laughs> like i did crossfit for eight years i literally like they even told me i had a frozen shoulder but it didn't act like a frozen shoulder because i had mobilized it so well i could still mm. move it and so I literally just like took my lacrosse ball and like on the ground and I mashed Paris, who's an yep. asshole. Yep. Yep. And literally just came back and like oh, no easy. issues at all. I and so that. I did like a public service announcement in the private Facebook group. I was like, guys, like <laughs> if, if you're new to lifting, like, and you're like, oh, I'm terrible at shoulder presses. It might not be that you're terrible at shoulder presses. You just, mm. your Paris major is an asshole. Yep. And we never stretch that. Yep. There is no, you know, and it's like, you know, and so I described like where I put it. I was like, you will know when you find it because. Oh, yeah. It hurts, hurts. like a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts. But it's like, you don't have to stay there for five minutes. You don't have to pass out while doing it. Just, you know, loosen it up a little bit and just go. It's pretty and wild so, how a, a, a teeny little bit of soft tissue work like that can completely yeah. open up your shoulder, improve your movement. Like it's really it was insane. I mean, Terrace is tiny, but he's yeah. an asshole. Yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> but it's just, you know, <laughs> I know I was just like, I, I'm like remembering the pain, <laughs> but it's like, I mean, it's necessary. And then like the, the obviously it's really hurt because I haven't done it in a while, but like, you know, the next time I'll do it, it hurts a little less. And like, if you do it kind of like, you know, you know, you're going to do a lot of like overhead pressing or, you know, then, you know, work on that mobility, like, yes. you know, yep. get some deep tissue massage into like under your armpits or your pecs. It's the same yeah. with squats. Like, it's just like, those like tiny mobility exercises that take you no time. Yep. Make and you're a huge be difference. Great. Yeah. And it's just like, 
it it kind of pisses me off to know that there's a bunch of people working out there thinking that they suck at something when it's like, well, here's a lacrosse ball. It's going to change your life. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. And it's so like, funny because so good. <laughs> a, a lot of people might think that they hate working out because they they feel restricted or they like they're in pain. And it's like if we just made a couple changes, yeah. then you would actually fall in love with it because you'd be able to move pain free. And you right. see amazing results. And yeah. I think you bring up such a great point. And, and Susan and I are going to be adding a lot more to the inner circle with the new app, with more mobility work. And there already right. is some stuff in there, but yeah. we're going to be adding a, a lot more. Uh, Cause I'm, I'm back on the, like, I want to get my splits. I really, I'm, I'm working on that again. So, nice. so uh, there's a lot, a lot more. And that's actually like my, my big, that's what I, I've really gotten into recently is a lot more mobility study. And, yeah. and so I've been looking into that. And so we'll, we'll yeah. do a lot more, but let me ask you a question before we hop off. Yeah. If you had one thing one, and it could be something you've already said, or it could be something different. Mm -hmm. Someone's listening right now and they're struggling with their weight. They're struggling with their nutrition. They're struggling with their mindset. They're struggling with their fitness. They're struggling with everything. Mm -hmm. You have one message for them. What, what is it? And I'm putting Just you on the start. Spot. I love just that. start. Like, what's the worst that can happen? Just start. What What do you think they should start with? They should start with um, starting small changes. Like, don't mm. go all Bridget Jones. I'm going to stop drinking, <laughs> smoking, you know, whatever. I mean, if you smoke, you should you probably stop that. But like, if you don't want to at the time, then like, okay, forget about it. Like cigarettes are not going to make you fat. It's fine. But, <laughs> you know, once you like want to get fitter, like you're going to want to stop. I mean, I, yeah. I was a smoker back when in my twenties, but, um, but the thing is like just small changes, like don't like so many people. And I've seen this and I've seen this from my family members. I've seen this from my friends. I've seen this from myself. Like it's, I mean, it's Taylor's oldest time is that literally people will like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to start working out and I'm going to start, you know, eating in a calorie deficit. I'm going to start eating more like vegetables and fruits and all this. And I'm going to go to the gym this many times. And usually they're like five times a week at 6am yes. and they go and they buy like all the gear, you know, new <laughs> shoes, new everything. And they're just like, let's go supplements and then they and just like stuff, literally yeah. never go to the gym and then they're like oh i'll just start monday oh i'll start then just start now yeah i don't care if it's like uh like i'm superstitious and we have like a thing for all the days of the week in icelandic and tuesday is for triumph and so if i start something major i usually try to start tuesday okay i love that yeah i love that <laughs> and so i'm like yeah i'm not gonna start monday because mm, i'm gonna start tuesday and people are like why i'm like don't worry about it. <laughs> Tuesdays for triumph. So, well, I, no, I it's just small it's, changes. It's, it's coming from a place of you're not, you're not talking shit. You're actually talking about the things that you did. Like right. you made small changes. You made yeah. small changes and it's led to a 60 pound plus loss in about yeah. a year. And you're doing such a wonderful job with such a healthy mindset. And you come from a background of injury, surgery, poor relationship with food, poor relationship with the scale. Like, if there's someone who has a reason to not succeed, I think you, you would have all of the justifications right. in the world and you've overcome it. And, and I'm just, I'm super proud of you. 
I'm really grateful that you were willing to come on and speak with me. And um, of course. you do not, you do not have to, but I'm going to, I'll always offer if you, do you have a social media you'd like to share with people if they want to follow you or shoot you a message or, or not? So, um, I mean, my Instagram account is mostly just like my cats and my three-year-old. Um, <laughs> so, but I mean, especially for the inner, inner circle members, like feel free. Yeah. It's uh, at O-D-O-L-A-F-A-R. Perfect. And then my husband actually, um, he developed a game board. No way. Okay. Yeah, like, Give it a shout. Had an idea. It's the, it's the first one. He's had many ideas in the 10 years we've been together. But he actually um, had an idea of a game board. And he like literally like designed it, everything. We have the actual game board for sale, and that is also an Instagram handle, and it is Focus Pocus Games. So Focus, focus with a P H O C U S. Oh, got it. Okay. So Focus Pocus with a P H for the focus. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Yeah. I'm gonna check that out. I'm gonna and and tell him I say congratulations. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah, I was. I mean. When he first started talking about it, I was like, here we go. <laughs> so that, he, he has brilliant ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> very artistic and very, you know, and so, but yeah, this one came good to for him. Like, good for him for making it happen. Like everyone yeah. can have ideas, but not everyone takes action on it. So I, I, I respect that. That's amazing. Yeah. And, uh, and that's great that you're, you know, you're supporting him in it. So I, I love, I love right. all of it. So, it's just, I mean, it's a great idea. And I'm like, I'm super proud that he, you know, from start to finish, like I still have like the like the board in our garage where he just painted, he like bought like a, a, like a wooden plank and he just like painted the, the actual game board board that he wanted. And I was just like, what is this? He's like, well, and then you do this. And then I was just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I still have that, but it's right next to the stack of like fully printed, like game boards. I love that. That's I'm yeah. going to check it out as soon as we hang up, but Olaf, thank you so much. You're amazing. You're I appreciate welcome. you. Keep up. Thank you for work. everything. I mean, I pro probably would not be sitting here like with all the knowledge <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for you, for sure. Thank you. Like hundred percent. Like something well, just clicks. Like you just kind of reach people in a different level than you know, just you. like oh, I just eat salads. <laughs> I think your sugar, your sugar experiment was probably my favorite because it's just oh, thank you. <laughs> it's just, I mean, I can imagine. I mean. And the way you you react to, to people um, disagreeing or, you know, it's just, I mean, I could never do it. I mean, there's a reason I work with dead people. <laughs> I was done. That's actually hilarious. <laughs> no, like, no, I'm done. But um, no, it's, it's inspiring to like, you know, kind of see, because like, you know, I can just imagine you know, people disagreeing with you, people sending you hate, and like, you just seem to kind of sail you. on through. So thank you. Well, I appreciate you. Uh, if you ever need me, you know where to find me. And uh, if you're ever in Dallas, you and your family, let's go out to dinner. We would love to meet you. And uh, thank you. And I'll, I'll see you in the inner circle. Okay. All right. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Bye.